This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Blue Wire. You're listening to the Raider Cody Podcast, the official podcast of RaidersBeat.com. When you have great coaches, then after you have great coaches, you get great players, you have a great organization, and you tell them one thing. Just win, baby. You're going to get everything I got. Everything I got. Give me everything you got. Do it for the man next to you. Let's go. Let's go, Raiders on three. One, two, three. Let's go get there. We talk about rebuilding, rebuilding. How do you rebuild? I don't think that Gruden came in to rebuild. I think he came to set his roster on fire. Raider Nation, what is going on? I missed you guys. I hope you missed me. Probably not. But I took a quick break from podcasting, kind of rounding out the year, the playoffs, getting through the Super Bowl. And guess what? I guess, you know, the 2021 football season has, I guess, officially gone underway for us. We're, we're looking forward to the offseason. Super Bowl's done, over with, and a nightmare matchup for us, of course, as Raiders fans in the Super Bowl. But I would say best case scenario, watching the Chiefs lose, watching their fans go a little berserk. They're obviously losing their minds going into the season. Let's hope, you know, they get a little Super Bowl hangover. So, big off season. Um, I'm, you know, back in the driver's seat, ready to go. We're going to be pumping out some episodes. This one I want to talk about a little bit more of the drama, I guess, that I've been missing the last few weeks. All the, you know, rumor season swirling, everything that's going down. Uh, all the drama, right? Um, but first, I do want to thank everybody that was involved in the 2020 season because it was quite the roller coaster ride for us. I had a good time covering it. The show was fun, developing YouTube, the podcast growing. Uh, so I guess first I want to thank, you know, RaidersBeat.com. They were pretty much holding it down all season as my hosting site. I'm the official podcast still of RaidersBeat.com. have been now for a while now. I think almost a couple years we're coming up on. Make sure you follow them at RaidersBeat on Twitter uh, or go to RaidersBeat.com, and they have, they have great reading content for you guys, so you can follow them there. Uh, big thanks to the Blue Wire Podcasting Network. Huge things coming forward with them. Uh, they're going to have like a studio being built. They have new headquarters coming up. Uh, Blue Wire has really blown up, especially, you know, as whenever I first joined, they were still kind of on the smaller side. It was Fallon Smith and Keeping It 300 that got me into it. Uh, they're blowing up and they've, you know, paired me with brands like NFL Sunday Ticket, Pepsi, Manscaped, uh, Cox Communications. Um, obviously, thanks to my bookie that was a title sponsor for, for 2020 as well for the show. Um, a, a lot of moving parts going on there. I want to thank especially the news. How cool is this Raider Nation getting Tom Flores finally in the Hall of Fame, right? Charles Woodson, my favorite player of my entire lifetime. I'll, I'll probably never be able to say I got a favorite player over Charles Woodson uh, getting in first ballot Hall of Famer. But uh, especially, you know, shout out to Tom Flores and even shout out to Coors Light. Coors Light reached out to me. They sent me, I guess like a care package of stuff. They had this campaign going and it wasn't even about them selling products. It was just strictly about getting Tom Flores into the hall of fame. Uh, they came up with a hashtag Flores to Canton 
And obviously, I mean, it worked. I'm not going to say it was all them, but obviously there was a boost in that boost in awareness and, and got them in. So that was really cool. So shout out to, you know, 2020 and all the brands that I've partnered with. There's many more that, you know, I didn't list. Those are just kind of all the main ones. It was really fun. I look forward to what it is in store, you know, ahead. And like I said, you know, be on the lookout for, for different things like uh, the NFL draft. I'm hoping to do another Vegas trip two, maybe three days. My guy, Kenny King Jr. is going to with me, be with me. I shouldn't say hopefully. I'm going to be in Vegas. Shout out to Stage Door Casino. Obviously, a, a, another um, place that we've partnered with for the 2020 season. That's where we hosted everything that we ever did in Vegas uh, this last year. And it was it was amazing. Um, really cool to get Raider Nation together as much as we possibly could. Anytime you guys are in Las Vegas, make sure you're checking out Stage Door Casino. Um, but yeah, like I said, be on the lookout for, for a draft trip. Let's get Raider nation together and, and watch the draft. Obviously I think it's in Ohio this year and then back in Vegas, I believe the year after that. But, uh, for now let's, uh, let's get, you know, Raider nation in Vegas. Like I said, this episode, I'm going to be talking about the drama that I've missed. Uh, the next episode, I, I took a lot of questions on Twitter. I'm, I gathered a lot of the topics that you guys want to talk about. Uh, a lot of it just seemed to be kind of drama filled. So I'm going to talk about the drama. I, I really haven't got a chance to, you know, talk about in depth. Um, a lot of things that, you know, I, you know, I poke around, I dig around, I talk to different players and, you know, like to get insights on things and, and see what I can come up with myself, draw conclusions. Of course, you know, the truth is always somewhere lies somewhere in the middle between what's, what's uh, being reported and what actually happened. So I'm going to try and land you guys in the middle of everything going on. And then next episode, let's start talking about free agency because, I think we have a chance to, you know, move some stuff around on this roster, create some space and make a little splash in free agency. But like I said, let's, uh, let's go mess around. Let's get into the juice that I've missed the opportunity to talk about. The economy is made up of real people doing real stuff and it affects everything, which you obviously know since you're a real person doing real stuff. Marketplace is here to help you get smart about everything beyond the what of the day's business and economic news. We dig into the how and the why with the real people driving our economy. From big tech and interest rates to small businesses and what's happening at the Fed, Marketplace breaks it all down so you don't have to. Listen to Marketplace wherever you get your podcasts. guys notice that after I jokingly called Patrick Mahomes mediocre, right? Just towards the beginning of the year, I called him mediocre. Pretty much joking around. I can say I was pretty much joking around, obviously, right? Not a big Patrick Mahomes fan myself, but he's obviously not a mediocre player. But after I did that, uh, we beat them in Arrowhead and then they got their butts kicked just now in the Super Bowl. Yeah. After we called him mediocre, maybe we need to do that more often. So you're welcome for starting that, I guess, right? <laughs> but anyways, getting into the juice of things. Derek Carr trade rumors. Let's get this one out of the way. Uh, is anyone really shocked that this is a topic? No. Is it ever going to go away? No. Are we always going to deal with it? Yes. And here we are, again, dealing with it. Right in the middle of February, the way it usually starts. Derek Carr trade rumors swirling around. Derek Carr's not going to get traded, so just stop talking about it. Uh, I'm still going to go out. You know, that's my quarterback. I support a lot of these guys, a lot of the cornerstone pieces of this team, especially a guy like him that loves being a Raider for so long. Um, I'm always going to, you know, I guess, you know, lean his direction, but 
that doesn't change the fact, no matter what I think or what my opinion is, doesn't change the actual facts that Derek Carr will be the Raiders starting quarterback in 2021. Uh, he was top 10 potential. Absolutely. You know, going into this last year proved in 2020 that he was a top 10 quarterback and he's getting paid. Like I think the 16th highest will probably, I'm sure go down even after more quarterback contracts, but he's getting paid middle of the pack way out playing his contract. I don't know. All I'm saying is a lot of you haters are, you know, gonna demand trade and you're gonna be really upset whenever he walks away in, with a contract extension soon. So, uh, that's going to be, uh, you know, that's almost inevitable. I think in my opinion, uh, that's going to happen. And if anybody's getting traded right now, I think it's going to be Marcus Mariota. Uh, Marcus Mariota has a very tradable contract. And I think that's money that we can definitely use and put somewhere else. So Derek Carr trade rumors, put those to bed that one of the next biggest topics I think so far, this off season has been Trent Brown and I'm tired of talking about it. First of all, there was a lot of events that happened leading into the season coming in from camp way overweight. Was he injured to start the year? Yes, he was injured to start the year. Yeah, he had calf injuries. Both calves it ended up being, right? As he was trying to, you know, heal up from those. Do you blame him for being injured? No. Was he faking the injuries? No. He was actually he was hurt, right? But what I do blame him for is coming into camp or coming in, yeah, I guess to camp, coming in for ready for the season completely out of shape. Totally irresponsible. That's not something that we need whenever you pay a guy to basically be the best at his position, the last thing you should be is lazy. So don't get me wrong. There's things that happened. You know, he got COVID. There was the, where he got, what was it? Um, the IV, right? He had oxygen or whatever, air going to his uh, bloodstream. That was scary. So, you know, you give him those few games past that, you know, there's stuff out of his control that he couldn't do. But the, the ice that, you know, I guess the cherry on top for me was, I feel like that last game of the season, he just kind of gave up and he sat out on us. So I do not see personally, I do not see Trent Brown in the silver and black going into 2021. And that's, I, I'm just going to leave it at that. Nelson Aguilar. Okay. So that's obviously a, a big free agent topic this off season. But first, I guess on the drama side of things, right? Uh, Vic Tafer of the athletic reported, this was a couple weeks ago, right? That, um, in the Raiders locker room after the dolphins game Remember, I'm not going to bring it up. You remember the end of the dolphins game. I'm not going to explain it. So he came in and was frustrated, right? Kind of blew things up. You guys, I'm sure I've heard all the rumors. He said the way things got stretched and picked apart out of the report, way too it's gone way too far did he get mad yes did he yell at his teammates yes is it a true story i mean yes it's pretty much all a true story but the difference is he didn't go out there and say he didn't go in the locker room and say you guys suck you suck you suck no it was kind of more of a like uh come on guys we suck heat of the moment imagine getting into a locker room with your teammates Heat of the moment, losing a game like that, I would be saying the same thing. I would be saying the same thing as Nelson Aguilar, and there's nothing wrong with what he said. If anything, I love that he stepped up and was taking account accountability, um, and it was really just I'm more towards a, a, a certain group in our locker room that, let's be honest, there are some young guys on our team this year that were not fully focused. There are some guys that came in here, Maybe not completely happy with what they were doing with the team. Maybe a little immature 
and they, you know, they were just weren't taking things too serious. And that's what really, you know, that, that collapse that we saw at the end of the season, the same thing as last season. When you have those bad apples in the locker room that just kind of give up on the season, you might as well just lose all hope right there. So Nelson Aguilar's story, absolutely stretched, but totally, totally true. There's really nothing, um, there's nothing else to be said about it. I love Nelson Aguilar, and I really hope we bring him back. I think it's at one point it was reported seven, eight million a year. I don't see it. I see him obviously going for more, maybe like 11, 12. I see him at least getting Tyrell Williams' contract to bring him back. Um, obviously, and they're, they're obviously, you know, his agent wants to test free agency. Nelson Aguilar wants to come back, he wants to be a Raider, but obviously, his agent is going to try and get as much money as possible. This is one of his biggest seasons that he's had. Uh, one of the more promising in his prime and could be the, probably the biggest contract that he ever gets in his career. So uh, they're going to, you know, milk it for all it's worth. I don't really blame him. Hope he's in the silver and black, but I wouldn't expect us to just sit around and wait to see what Nelson Aguilar does. If he wants to play ring around the rosy a little bit, we're going to be testing the free agent market as well, I think, to find that replacement number one wide receiver. Because at this point, I love Henry Ruggs and the element that he brings, but that's not a guy that you rely on as the number one wide receiver going into the season. I love Ruggs. I love Edwards. I love the potential they have. I love what Hunter Renfro does uh, for the wide receiver group. But those aren't guys that you rely on just to have those available. You got to go in. You got to kind of have that, yeah, big money wide receiver, I guess you could say. Tyrell Williams hasn't shown that he can stay on the field all 16 games and be 100% healthy. So I don't think he's the answer as well. I think that's that's where you take his money, give it to Aguilar, give it to someone else, like an Allen Robinson. Who knows, right? So... The Nelson Aguilar topic was a very heated one for about a week within Raider Nation. Was it true? Yes. Was it blown out of proportion? Yes. Way blown out of proportion. And that's just because I don't think it could be like actually explained. It's hard to get things through text. And shout out to, I guess, Vic, you know, for explaining it to the best of his ability through an article. It's hard to do because they're going to pick your words apart every single time. Um, But was a true report and is definitely interesting. And I want to talk about one last thing uh, before I close this thing out. And it's kind of Twitter related uh, and I guess social media total as a whole, right? Um, I'm, I'm kind of in a position now where I, you know, my opinion will spread like a wildfire. <laughs> and and although I have, you know, a good loyal uh, fan base, listenership, audience, I guess you could say, made up of the best fans on earth, shout out to you guys, Raider Nation. It also comes with a, a toxic side, especially this time of year. Um, and man, do I get a lot of crap thrown my way from people, but, uh, whether it's Derek Carr stuff or me just kind of being loyal to the team, always being optimistic. I don't know. I get a lot of crap and I've done a great job developing, I would say thick skin over the years and I ignore a lot. Uh, some stuff I like to joke around with, but I'll never, um, man, I'll say I've even, I've fallen victim, I guess, to social media influence. And I got too personal with a fan a week or so ago or whatever, however long it's been a few days. Um, I'm not perfect and I can accept when I make a mistake and that's not something I'm proud of. And, um, and you know, Hey, I'm not making excuses. Uh, but I think, you know, all the, all the Twitter trolls and the toxicity kind of just kind of caught up to me for a second. I cracked a little bit. So, uh, you know, uh, social media is, is tough right now for Raider Nation, no matter what you're doing, what you're talking about. Um, but I guess I kind of have an easy target on my back because I like to do my fair share of trolling and whatnot. But, um, over time, you know, things kind of get to me a little bit, I guess you could say I do a pretty good job of brushing things off and not really care too much, but, uh, they got me once, um, had a few guys uh, threaten to like, you know, fight me or whatever, do whatever <laughs> at games. I don't really care, <laughs> whatever. Uh, a lot of people are 
you know, all talk or whatever. They, they got nothing better to do with their lives. So that's what they want to focus on. Cool. Whatever weird stuff. So, um, I just want to, you know, share, Hey, it's important to be able to step back from social media. You got to protect your peace and your family. And, you know, uh, just, I try and do my best to keep it civil, fun, um, allow myself to be a little troll here and there. And to be honest, I just like pissing off other fan bases. That's the main reason I'm on Twitter is to piss off chiefs fans or our biggest rivals or whoever we're facing that week. So that's, that's my biggest thing. Um, but yeah, Twitter can be, especially Twitter, uh, whether you're on Reddit, Facebook, Instagram, uh, do your best to just stay out of trouble. You know, we're, we're all big fan base. We all just want to win. That's it. No matter what, it, whether you want Derek Carr on your team or you want him traded tomorrow, you want Marcus Mariota to start. I don't really care what it is. You want John Gruden out of here. You hate Mike Mayock. Mark Davis is the worst owner in the world. It sucks that they went to Vegas. I don't care what your opinion is. It really doesn't matter. We all just want to win every Sunday, every game day. If if you get if you wake up in the morning and you don't want us to win on game day, that's where I'm going to have an issue with you. But other than that, if you want to win football games, that's really all that matters. Let's not make it personal. I mean, we could pick things apart. We can get frustrated, and it's easy in a time like now, especially the way the world is. It's so easy be- because we're not getting that human human interaction like normal. It's easy for all this stuff to bottle up in our personal lives and and wipe it out you know, on social media or any easy target through a screen because nothing can directly happen to you whenever you say things. But Hey, is what it is. Water under the rug. I'm not perfect. I'm sure you guys have gotten into your fair share of social media, uh, fights happens to the best of us. Um, but I think it's, you know, Hey, all one nation Raider nation, and we're going to do our best to get through this. And then of course the last topic, like I said, I'm going to talk about on my next episode, that is going to be the top five positions to upgrade. Um, that is probably going to be, you know, I'm going to cover basically free agency in that sense. And then after that, I might play a little cleanup and, and just talk about some of the top free agents to target period, but really the top five positions to upgrade and how we can do that with the first step. And that's in free agency or even clearing cap space, um, clearing areas to get these guys into that. So make sure I know it's been a while. I wanted to get this out there and get rolling again with a podcast with a real, just kind of a quickie talk about some things that have happened. Make sure you guys subscribe, hit the five-star rating and a review if you haven't already. Uh, that's how you know you get the thing out to Raider Nation, and that's how people find the podcast. Appreciate you guys. Appreciate all the listeners throughout the 2020 season. I'm looking forward to an improved 2021 season, a winning season, a playoff season. That's what we're going for. We're growing for, right? Um, I think Mike Mayock and John Gruden are, are really, you know, I don't want to say they're on the hot seat, but the two of them know right now is when we need to win some football games. So 2021 is kind of make or break or we kind of flip back around and I don't know, do you rebuild? I don't know. We're right there. We're in a win now situation. So I think we got to go for it. And I think I'm interested to see what we do this off season on how we take that next step. So Raider nation, like I said, make sure you subscribe and be ready for some more podcasts. I would say at least weekly until, you know, free agency starts, then we'll get crazy. So Raider nation, thanks for tuning in. Talk to you soon.